Like when I'm performing, it's a shared experience for me. It's like these are people that come from the same place that I come from. And we're talking about can I live and I'm singing that song and people are looking at me like I understand, I feel you. You mm -hmm. do you understand how much you've affected my life or people that listen to my albums that get them through situations, mm -hmm. you know, and even illegal activities if we being honest, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. um uh, change is cool to cop but more important is lawyer fees that statement alone changed how people went about you know their movements right i've heard this many times this is not me just saying this i've heard people come to me like man that line was so powerful for me it, it made me put things in perspective i had a, a 600 bins that i was driving up to the projects in my mother's house but i didn't have any lawyer money and, you know, it made me prioritize, prioritize you know, differently. know, my life. What are you doing to get back? I know you're very philanthropic. Obviously, I've talked to Gates about that. But what are some of the ways that you're getting back? I started this uh, Sean Carter uh, scholarship program, um, you know, noticing how education was, you know, not being addressed in our neighborhood. And also as a way to show people in our neighborhood that, you know, you can be successful and come back, that that person that used to live in 5C, 534 Flushing is not a person in a box now, you know, not someone you just see at concert or see on TV. You know, most people that were successful growing up um, from where I, where I was from never came back. So there was never a dialogue on how'd you do it, what happened. There was no mentoring program there. There was no going back and grabbing a person and teaching them you know, trade or, you know, what it is that you do, and then that person go back and grab two people, and then, you know, and then it goes from there. So, I figured I'd start with school, because, you know, education, you know, it's the answer. It's the answer. I mean, forget life, right? Let's talk about a career. To go from there to this, this album is still, like, be uh, putting out material that people care about and still putting out number one records and number one album. You know, I think he'll be proud of that approach because that Jay was still wise, right? right. That was always right. a wise Jay. If you listen to the music on there, po uh, politics as usual had yeah. a, uh, dun, 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 like it's still musical. Yeah. Like it, it, it's, it's a very musical album when you when you yeah. look back. Soulful. It's soulful and, and it's musical, yeah. the, the, my first album. Yeah. So it's, only thing that's changed is the subject matter is a little broader because my experiences is a little broader. You know, this, that, that Jay was more um, refined still, but still rough around the edges. I still had like one foot in the street still, so I didn't, I didn't have no, no knowledge of the music business. I think anyone at the forefront of music or anything should push. I mean, if you care about it, right? If you don't care about it, just take the money, keep it, and don't say anything to anybody, and just watch everybody just you know, do whatever. But I think as a person in the forefront, you have the responsibility to leave it better than how you got it. That's just me pretty much, you know, getting guys to think about the things they do. You know, guys having YouTube beef and like, it's like, what is that? It's just ridiculous. Like, what is that? Who does that? Like, you, if anything happens, you're going to jail. So when you start seeing stuff like that, you can do two things. You can say, you know, let them guys just make mistakes and just kill each other. Or you could say, yo, don't do that, man. I just wanted to make a statement. I mean, that's why I made DOA, you know. I made it not as a diss record, I made it as a challenge to the music industry. Like, let's not get stuck on one thing. Let's, let's you know, rap music is about 
diversity. Like if you know, if you got on those Nikes, I'm gonna just rock, you know, Dunks. And it, it's all about everyone contribution. You know, you had before you had Tribe, Dice Cube, Public Enemy. At the same time as Digital Underground, it was just so many different. I had every album. You know, it was all different types of sounds and approaches, but it was still great music. I'm not just, you know, auto-tune is bad, you know. There are songs that have auto-tune that I love, but when everyone jumps on this uh, bandwagon and everyone make, tries to make the same exact record, I mean, I heard that record from T-Pain, I liked it. <laughs> I don't want to hear a hundred times from a hundred different artists, like, I want to hear different stuff. Oh, I think, absolutely, I believe people perceived it as a diss. It was meant to be challenged. Yeah, I'm inspired by, you know, life and all sorts of things. You can say something right now and it would inspire me to write a song or something to happen. You know, most kings just happen to be inspired by Basquiat drawing, you know, the drawing. And you had the, most young kings get their head cut off on the bottom. And I looked at that and I was like, it's powerful. You know, just the statement in itself, you know, lends itself for a song. The song starts inspired by Basquiat, my chariot's on fire, everybody took shots, hit my body up, I'm tired. And then it's just, they build me up to break me down, to build me up again. They like, hold, we need you back so we could kill your ass again. You know, it's like this thing, this love, hate thing that the world has with success, period. The truth about talent is, uh, first, that it's God-given. When you want to unleash that talent, your mind lets it go. You know, because it's there. You have to have the belief that when you uh, draw from that well of talent, that it's going to be there. You have to have that belief that when you go into the basket, no one that's on that court can stop you. Some people were born and put here to do certain things. See, I mean, since seeing that you're getting into, like, you know, explaining about where your rhymes are coming from, now, like, the evils, you know what I'm saying? You get into some mad, deep, deep, you know, interpersonal relationship type of activity, you know what I'm saying? Were the people ready for that, do you think? On the real, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, because, you know, I mean, a lot of people go through it, you know what I mean? That money divides us, you know what I mean? Even your closest friend could become your enemy over that, on that eye on the dollar bill, you know, that, that evil, that the evil, the devil, the evil, the devil, you know what I mean? So. You know you become a star because you're the biggest target out there. <laughs> Right. When everyone's on the court, they're coming for you. When the opposing player walk into that arena, they're thinking about upstaging you. You're, you're like a trophy to them. They're thinking, if I'm better than this guy, the spotlight turns on me. So you know you're a superstar because you're a mark man. Everyone's coming for you. What is the relationship between money and happiness? Um, it's, it's complex, right? And it's deceiving mm. at times. You know, because people think the two equate. Yes. You know, to each other, and they don't, right? That's, you have a lot of a, money. It's up, yeah. And, and, and I have a lot of happiness, but that doesn't mean that the two equate to each other. Has your happiness risen at the same amount as your bank account? No. That's the thing. They don't. They don't. They don't equate, or they're they not tied in any way. They're or, not tied or, in, to each other. Wow. I mean, it allows you freedom, and it allows you to go places where you can smile and look at the sunset and things like that. That's what you choose to do, and you enjoy to do. Right. But there are a lot of people with tons of money who, are, who aren't happy because they're either they become a prisoner of their money right. or they become so consumed with getting money that they don't allow time for happiness. Right. Life is about balance, right? You have to have some type of balance. You have like, time for 
work and it's time for play. And if you don't allow these two things to coexist, you have an imbalance of one or the other. But my mom is like the most loving, forgiving person, you know, and she uh, kept at it. She set up the meeting again. This time he showed up. I got a chance to really tell him everything that was on my mind, how I felt, what, how, you know, him leaving made me feel. And, you know, we dealt with it. And from there, I was able to free myself, really, and, you know, allowed me to express my feelings and let people close to me in. Here yeah. we are. Yeah. You, you said something on, on Oprah that made me call my father, who I hadn't spoken wow. to since I was about four years old and feeling emotional right now. And I called my dad that night. Wow. And God bless you. No, because I, you can't get anywhere without forgiveness. So right. your whole entire legacy, my Jay-Z moment was that. That gave me chills, actually. That, that made me uh, feel great because if you have a medium to speak and you speak and you reach someone through your story or the things that you've been through and your pain, that's when it's at its best. Yeah. So I thank you. Yeah. It's, it's complex, right? And it's deceiving mm. at times, you know, because people think the two equate. Yes. You know, to each other, and they don't, right? That's, you have a lot of a, money. It's up, yeah. And, and, and I have a lot of happiness, but that doesn't mean that the two equate to each other. Has your happiness risen at the same amount as your bank account? No. That's the thing. They don't. They don't. They don't equate, or they're, they're not, not tied in any way. They're or, not tied. Or, in, to each other. Wow. I mean, it allows you freedom and it allows you to go places where you can smile and look at the sunset and things like that. That's what you choose to do and you enjoy to do. Right. But there are a lot of people with tons of money who are, who are unhappy because they're either they become a prisoner of their money right. or they become so consumed with getting money that they don't allow time for happiness. Right. Life is about balance, right? You have to have some type of balance. You have like time for work and it's time for play and if you don't allow these two things to coexist you have an imbalance of one or the other.